Welcome to the Trading Psychology and Mindset Podcast. My name is Ash Plaisted. I'll be your host as always. Now, as you know, I'm a very active trader myself, as well as being a very curious student of human nature. How our minds work and understanding how our brain and mind work was the pivotal breakthrough, the pivotal shift that changed my trading life. And I believe understanding this is fundamental to every trader breaking through to consistent profitability, which is what each and every one of us wants, right? And this podcast is all about answering that question and providing real, tangible, and actionable steps you can take to train the mind you bring to trading into the mind you need for trading success. Now, before we get started, be sure to head over to my website, mindsetfitmethod, or one word, .com, where you can check out more helpful content, plus subscribe to my newsletter where I dive deeper into advanced trading mindset strategies. Now, in this episode, I'm going to cover the two-step process to get yourself mentally fit for trading. I think you'll love this one. I think you'll find it very valuable and actionable. So let's head over and get started. Now, I want to start by referencing Amelia Earhart, who was the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean, a monumental feat back in the day. And I love this quote from Amelia Earhart attributed to her on preparation and worry. She said, the time to worry is three months before a flight. Decide then whether or not the goal is worth the risks involved. If it is, quit worrying. To worry is to add another hazard. Now, what was going on here? Now, this was Amelia Earhart in response to being questioned about, don't you worry, don't you stress about all the things that can go wrong while you're flying. And of course, that was going off into the wild blue yonder, the unknown back then. And I thought her answer was very instructive. I've got no doubt she would have made a great trader because what she did is she trained her mind in advance. She sensitized or in in a sense desensitized her mind to what all of those catastrophes might look like, spent some time worrying about them and thinking through them well in advance. So by the time that she came to the act of jumping in the plane and taking off, she was focused in that present moment and staying there. That's very instructive. Now, us human beings, we have a very highly developed propensity to catastrophize, don't we? Now, this is a gift from our evolution that is both helpful and harmful. On the one hand, being able to recall the past and ruminate about the future, this allows us to predict and prepare for potential danger or opportunities and take appropriate measures to keep ourselves safe from harm. Now, undoubtedly, this has been essential to human beings rising to the top of the evolutionary tree and essentially taking command of our planet. On the other hand, we all know only too well the acute sense of anxiety and stress that can be triggered can come from worry. And it's my contention that worry in this context gets a bad name. I really think we can flip it around. In fact, I think it's essential for your trading success that we flip that around and look at it differently. 
start to use worry as a learning tool that can allow us to build the right state of mind for high-performance trading. I mean, over my many years in the markets, myself and coaching, I've seen way too many people come to trading with inbuilt coping mechanisms to deal with worry that simply don't serve them in the trading environment. An example of this might be the successful man that comes to trading with a she'll be right mindset. Now, this plays out in their health, as an example, with a mentality of ignoring warning signs about their health until it's too late in many cases. So that short-term deflection of worry, I'll deal with it later, simply in this case makes the problem worse in many cases and this applies with trading as well now how many men and probably women too have this blind spot in their thinking that blocks them from taking early action on these warning signs now can you see how this might play out in trading that we develop coping mechanisms that masquerade trading problems now let's take a closer look I'd like to go a little bit deeper into how this works in the Amelia Earhart example. So instead of leaving the worrying and anxiety about everything that could go wrong until the last minute when she's actually over the ocean, right? she starts preparing months in advance. So there's all of the technical things um, that need to be addressed, the plane, food, supplies, etc., etc., etc. Okay, all those known knowns. However, what about the unknown factors so she imagines every possible scenario that could go wrong and then develops a contingency plan including appropriate coping strategies for those situations so what she's doing she is intentionally experiencing the feelings of stress and anxiety well in advance and training her mind on how to react if or when reality smashes into her so this is the process of training your mind on how you would like to reflex under pressure and your mind remember doesn't know the difference between your imagination and reality so when you do this you really want to feel the feelings of stress and anxiety right and use that as a way to train your brain into the right response mechanism now as a consequence of this preemptive process Amelia Earhart she frees herself to experience the flight in the present moment, knowing that no matter what surprise lays ahead, she has a physical and thinking plan in place. So the physical plan is all of those known knowns, you know, emergency equipment, food, supplies, fuel, etc., etc. But she also has a thinking plan in place on how to respond to sh- acute stress and anxiety. Now, of course, there's no guarantee against disaster in flying any more than there is with trading. But the important thing is she has prepared her mind in advance to maximize her chances of survival. I'll repeat that. She has prepared her mind in advance to maximize her chances of survival. Now, I think she would have made an excellent trader with this performance in the moment mindset. Can you see how this relates to trading? Training yourself on how to perform in the moment of trading, right? Don't rely on your natural instincts that you bring to the table. They don't work in trading. You must train your mind in advance and then start to practice it in reality. Now, this aspect of mental fitness is what must be brought into trading. You must decide upfront on whether the goal is worth the risks involved, just as Amelia Earhart did. 
then it's about getting on with the risk-reward analysis from a critical thinking perspective. Now, this is where having an experienced mentor is vital. I really, truly believe that. To ensure that you get the full 360-degree view on all factors before reaching a judgment. That is essentially critical thinking. Right? I only wish and pray that every trader engages the right mentor to help them through this learning process. Very important. Now, too many people, right, particularly in trading, they dive in with a false sense of expectation about what's involved. They nearly always overestimate the complexity of what it takes to succeed in trading, but underestimate the difficulty of executing it at a very personal level, right? When the poop hits the fan, and rest assured, it will hit the fan, they are very poorly prepared on how to manage the worrying that comes with it, right? As Amelia Earhart states, to worry is to add another hazard. Now, trading is way hard enough without adding to the challenge, yet this is exactly what the vast majority of wannabe traders do. Now, I was having this exact conversation with a client of mine, Adam, changed his name for privacy, but Adam, for context, I've been working with Adam for about 18 months now, and he is making great progress. Now, our discussion related to my belief that one should, i.e. a trader or an aspiring trader, should really be required to undertake a three or more year degree to enter trading professionally. That's how long it takes to really acclimatize and assimilate this learning process. Now, the problem with this, we concluded, was that it would be wildly unpopular if you actually told aspiring traders, like I'm telling you, what they would have to go through to finally make it. Right? This is what separates the 5% who extract all the capital that the 95% provide, is they are prepared to go through this lengthy process. Now, most of you, let's be honest, and most aspiring traders would never even start if they fully appreciated this truth, which is why trading is such a, a fabulous profession, because it tests you to the very core of your being. So let's have a little talk um, and a, a closer look at how to train yourself to handle worry better. You know, the title of this episode, the, the two-step process that I created, right? Now, years ago, I created this process for myself, right? And then later on, I integrated it into my client's mental fitness training process, which I've called Mindset Reflexology. Now, back then, I didn't have a name for it, of course, but later on, it became what I now call situational gratitude. So situational gratitude is a component of Mindset Reflexology. And this has two core components. And this is the actionable part that I wish and hope that you take away from this episode. So two parts. Number one, is worst case mental training. This is the part that I've referenced with Amelia Earhart. Now, in this process, you will imagine all the worst case outcomes and scenarios in your trading and life that could happen and directly feel the feelings you would expect to feel in that particular situation, but you feel them now. Now, remember, again, as I said, to your brain, there is no difference between reality and your imagination. That's very important to know. The next step is to react, respond in the way you would like to respond as your best self. So the purpose of feeling the feelings is to teach your brain how to respond. It's to integrate it into your deeper memory, right? So that under pressure, that's how you respond, okay? So you 
react, respond in the way you would like to as your best trading self. Now, if you do this often enough and take close note of this, again, your brain will start to integrate this reflex into your thinking patterns so that if and when the worst actually happens, and I would argue the worst generally happens to every trader, which is called blowing up an account or suffering a huge loss, right? You have a much higher chance of responding the way you've trained yourself to respond, not in the panicky fight-flight way your brain is currently programmed to do. That's number one. Number two, present moment training. Now, I use this one all day, every day. It's a great way to bit by bit rewire your brain. And I really believe so should you. It's not difficult. Basically, you should use every triggering event, no matter how small or large, to practice flipping from your current emotion-based response, whether that be anger, shame, regret, panic, aggression, shrinking, etc., to one of, what can I learn from this? Now, people talk about gratitude all the time and growth mindset all the time, and there are elements of that in this, but this is a specific habit that you get a hundred times a day. There's lots of little things, you know, traffic incidents, relationship incidents, workplace incidents, just general thinking patterns when you trigger to one of those emotions. Well, use this process to train yourself on the how can I improve from this mindset. Now, this process of constantly training yourself to see the opportunity to learn will gradually train your mind to intervene in the emotional hijacking and self-regulate. Now, this is particularly important in trading, but also in life generally. Your mindset is a muscle. It absolutely is. And like any muscle, if it's not conditioned and worked on daily, it will atrophy, get weaker. This is a great habit to constantly work on your mindset as it relates to trading particularly. So here's the, the takeaway, the thing to remember. In getting yourself mentally fit to trade, I want you to take Amelia Earhart's lesson on board and do your worrying well in advance of the actual event. And when you come to the actual trading event, you will be much less likely to react in ways that don't serve you well. So what situational gratitude is designed to do is give you a methodology, essentially a workout for your brain that you can follow to encode a peak performance level of mental fitness into your day-to-day thinking patterns. And this can accompany the other pillars of successful trading, you know, system methodology, uh, risk management, um, platform. Those are the key components. And this one is the mental fitness component that makes all the others work. This will serve you so much better in the emotionally challenging environment of trading. So please take this training on board into your training regime or your training regime and stick with it. Your mindset, as I said, is like any other muscle and will respond to daily strength and conditioning training. So thank you for listening. You know, just to reiterate, now is the time to begin traveling down your own path to self-mastery in trading. It really is. Come and learn how to travel that path. Go to my website. Enjoy the learning materials there. Subscribe to the Mindset Reflexology newsletter, which is on the homepage of the MindsetFitMethod.com website. It's free always will be, and I'll never spam you. It's where I dive deeper into advanced trading mindset strategies. So make a move in the right direction and above all, take action right now. So again, thank you for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Trading Psychology and Mindset Show.